0: Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Rose? Where we're going, we don't need Rose. The greatest trick the devil ever
1: pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. No,
0: I am your father.
1: You're listening to After the Ending. The only film podcast where we tell you what happens after the ending of your favorite films. And now, here are your hosts, Mike Spring and Phil Edwards.
0: Hello, and welcome to After the Ending. I'm Mike Spring. Oh, hold on a minute there, Mike. You know, I'm sure you like the way this is starting, but, you know, I hate it. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Well, you
1: know what, Phil? Here's the thing. I bet everybody hates it, but I love it, and really, that's all that matters. Well, you're wrong,
0: but let's do it again. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fine. Hello, and welcome to After the Ending. I'm Mike Spring. And I'm Phil Edwards, and that was a lot better. Thank you. I'm, gl- I'm glad you approved now. I think it was because of my, you know, my bit at the end.
1: Well, Phil, I think we can agree that, you know, you, you make me better as a podcast host, so I'll, I'll accept that. I'll go with that. Well, Mike, you complete me. <laughs> I was waiting for that to come up.
0: <laughs>
1: All right, well, why don't, you, why don't you go ahead and tell people what our list today is, so they might not be confused as to why you were just berating me there a minute ago.
0: Yes, I wasn't being rude. We were doing a bit. You know, that's, that's how we roll, because we're, you know, professionals. That's right. But this, for this uh, special mini episode, we are doing films that we like, or one of us likes, yet everybody else seems to hate. You know those ones where you go to see it and you go, wow, that was really good, but then you read the reviews and your friends and people online are going, that was the worst film ever, and you're just going, what? Right. So it's that kind of thing. So prepare to disagree or agree with us, and Mike and myself will probably disagree with each other quite it, a lot
1: to It could happen, it happens sometimes. But this yeah. was inspired by a recent movie, right, Phil?
0: That's right. Well the uh, the new version of the Mummy, Kickstarting Universal's Dark Universe, that opened this summer, and both Mike and myself enjoyed it, yet you reading the reviews and the online stuff, you'd think it was the worst goddamn film that there's ever been. And it's it's nothing of the sort. It's just it was just it was a fun big popcorn blockbuster movie for the summer.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, I enjoyed it. it. I mean, it's not the greatest movie ever, but I I certainly had fun watching it. But then, like you said, you go online and, you know, whether it's people commenting on Facebook or critics, they were just tearing it apart as if it was the worst movie ever made. And I I really think people need to readjust their, their, their critical lens if they really think that that movie was that terrible. Yeah if you were one of those people then you're probably already disagreeing with us so we're gonna just kick things off with the bang <laughs> uh but this is like you said this is kind of movies that we love that pretty much are universally disliked by most people so yeah uh should should be interesting we're gonna either gain a lot of fans or lose a lot of fans
0: yeah well that's the thing it's uh, each each to their own there's always going to be one a film that you like more than other people do and vice versa but as why the, some of the ones that i do like that others don't i can see why people don't like them but, you know, every now and again, often, often it can all depend upon the mood you're in when you saw it or the people you're with or or whether you're watching it with a load of mates getting drunk and you're going, oh, that's brilliant. Oh, and then you see it when you're sober and go, oh, it's not that good, but it still had a good laugh. <laughs> right, right. I've exactly. got good memories of it, but yeah. Yep. But that kind of thing. Well, do you want to kick this one off? Absolutely. Well, go on then. Hit me with your f- number five.
1: All right. Well, my number five, I'm i I'm so audacious. I actually have a tie for my number five. <gasps> so do I? Oh, really? I don't yeah, to, yeah. I, want, I can't imagine it's the same thing, but. Uh, it is two movies from 2011 and 2012. It's a back-to-back double feature of Adam Sandler films, and it is Ooh. Jack and Jill and That's My Boy. Now, Jack. Oh and- my God! Yeah. That's, can we just stop this episode now?
0: <laughs> I need to go. Oh. <laughs>
1: Here's the thing about Jack and Jill. It's a terrible movie. I get that. Uh, and, and Adam Sandler <laughs> plays his own sister, um, which right there, I think I said everything I need to say about it. But I watched it on, on a bus trip, and it was like past midnight. So there's definitely a, a bit of that sort of you know slap-happy kind of thing going into it. But I'll tell you what, man. Once Al Pacino enters the picture and he plays himself, there's some really great meta moments in there, like the whole bit where she breaks his Oscar and he's like, well, you've got to have more than those. And he's like, you'd think, wouldn't you? Like it's, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's, it's a dumb movie. It's not a great film. I understand that, but it, it did make me laugh the one time that I watched it. doesn't mean I'm a huge fan. I need to go back and watch it again, but I, I found it surprisingly funny. And then you have, that's my boy, which is Adam Sandler playing kind of a degenerate and, and Andy Sandberg playing his son and uh, vanilla ice plays <laughs> Like Andy Sandberg's like uncle Robbie, and I think it's a very funny movie. I know it, another one that people don't really like. It wasn't a big success, but I love Andy Samberg.
0: I like Andy Samberg. Yeah, I very
1: it. much. And I, I found it a very funny movie. There's a the whole thing with a tattoo of the new kids that's really funny and just some really f- just great hysterical moments. So So those are two movies. I don't know that I would say that I love them, but I did yeah, find yeah. them funny and I enjoyed them even though most people hated them, especially Jack and Jill.
0: That's that's fine. I mean, because uh, I've I've seen both those films and I recall very little about them both. Yeah, right.
1: I mean, I don't. I'm, you know, I'm certainly not like I haven't but memorized. You had
0: reminded me about the uh, the Al Pacino stuff, yeah. And that was that oh, was man, quite funny. Oh man, that's just really that funny. Bit, funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it really is. Uh, okay, yeah, my number five. It's a double bill as well. It's Kevin Costner double bill. Ooh, and it is Waterworld and the Postman.
1: Oh, great choices. Yeah. Mm.
0: Now these ones were. Again, like yourself, they're not ones I love, but I, I saw them and you read, especially with Waterworld, you read about you know the huge expense and them filming on the water and it didn't go quite well. And I, I remember watching it and going, "Oh well, actually, that wasn't too bad." I mean, it wasn't great, but especially the first bit when it's just Kevin Costner on the boat. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I just thought that was cracking. And it, if the bit afterwards, I mean, sure you got Dennis Hopper, you know, chewing the scenery, but that's that's because it was Dennis Hopper and it was right. the character, and that's what the character was. You know, this this the pirate captain. And, you know, you look at it like you see the Pirates and other films, you always have these over-the-top kind of bad guys, and it was a, it was basically a pirate movie, but set in the far future. Right, right, exactly. But that, and, the, and the same with The Postman, I, really, I always liked the the novel it was based on, and the book, and the film chucks out so much of it, but the, the basic thing of it, you know, after post another post-apocalyptic world, and then this guy ends up, you know, starting this postal service, and there's lots of other things going on. But I, I thought... It did everything extremely well. You know, you had the big sets, you had lots of people. Well, it was big sets on location, so it was, you know, this amazing countryside and Kevin Costner riding horses, but the bad guys with machine guns and, like, a a big army chasing them down. I just thought they both worked really well for what they were, yet they were totally maligned and, you know, Waterworld is often, like, the worst films ever made, lists and things like that.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. They're both good choices. I like Waterworld. I, I can definitely understand the complaints about that one, um, more. I don't, I don't think it's nearly as bad as people say it is. It's not, yeah, it's not yeah, a favourite. Yeah. I actually am a huge fan of The Postman, though. I, I'm, mm. I would have put that on my list if I had remembered it. It, didn't, it just didn't cross my memory when I was making my list. But well, I, it's only
0: because I, I thought of Waterworld, then I suddenly sort of went, there's another one, what is it? And yeah, then it popped into my yeah. head, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. I, love, I love The Postman. I think it's a really great film. I mean, granted I, I lean towards the post-apocalyptic anyway, that's a, a genre I'm a huge fan of, but I do think that The Postman is a highly underrated film.
0: Okie doke, so what have you got for your number four? My
1: number four is a film from 2004, and it is Jersey Girl by Kevin Smith, starring Ben Affleck and Liv oh, Tyler, yeah, yeah. and yeah. you know it was the first film that Kevin Smith made that wasn't in the viewisk universe with you know jay and silent bob and and you know the clerks and all those characters, yeah, and he tried yeah. to make kind of a more straightforward romantic comedy and it's a perfectly good film. I mean, it is just as good as any other romantic comedy out there. But I think what happened was the Kevin Smith fans railed against it because it wasn't filled with his typical kind of potty humor and these crazy characters. And then it wasn't a big enough hit to win over kind of the mainstream audience. And so it gets, I think, unfairly maligned as being like a really terrible movie. Yeah. And it's, it's not at all. It's actually, I, I enjoy it. I think it's a good film. It's not, like I said, it's not one of my favorites, but it's nice to see Kevin Smith doing something a little bit different. And I, I just don't understand why people... People, you know, slag off on it like it's this terrible film, and it's really just a very kind of typical
0: romantic comedy that has some yeah. really
1: cute and sweet and funny moments in it.
0: Yeah, you're right. Jersey Girl, I I, I quite enjoyed it as well. It's got that great scene, hasn't it, when he, uh, Ben Affleck's character talking to Will Smith. Right, right. Yeah, hasn't it? Yeah, and Will Smith's playing himself, and, yeah, and I thought that was that was one of the best bits of acting by Will Smith I've seen in in years. Yeah, when I saw that bit. Yeah, yeah, it's but a good, yeah. it's a good it, film. It's worth watching again. But I yeah, it was it was another one that was slated at the time. Yeah, for sure. It's bizarre. Okay, well, my number four is a Mike Myers film. Ah. It's not The Love Guru, though. Okay. No, my this is Mike Myers' one is The Cat in the Hat.
1: Oh, okay. You know, I've never actually seen that movie.
0: Yeah, well, it's... Uh, but yeah,
1: people did say it was terrible.
0: Yeah, well, I always liked the, the Dr. Seuss book. And then this came out and I read all the reviews and I was going, oh, God, yeah, it's going to be dreadful. It did look, you know, for bits I'd seen. But then I saw it with uh, kids and uh, it was I, I find it quite funny. I was laughing, you know, Mike Myers is playing the cat and he comes up and he's doing all this... All the 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 rhyming and all that thing, but it's it's he's very knowing. He he knows exactly what he's you know he's he's a bit uh, risque and things, and he's talking. He's doing all different voices and characters. A Scottish voice pops up again as always. Of and there's lots of surrealism and it's like the you know thing one and thing two. And I just thought it captured it captured the spirit of the Doctor Seuss book. And you had uh, Alec Baldwin and Kelly Preston and Dakota Fanning, and all all the. great and it was i i was laughing throughout it and I, i watched it you know when kids just want to watch the thing over and over again and then you just do that and it was it was very funny and it was, I, I couldn't understand why, well, I could sort of understand why people were going, oh, I, I don't like it. But it, I think it's because, again, it was the knee-jerk reaction instead of them sitting down and watching it and going, well, it's its not, not the greatest film, but it's, you know, it's not as bad as we thought it was.
1: Right. Okay. Well, yeah. you know, like I said, I've never seen it, so I'll definitely have to check that out. My kids, I think, are, you know, obviously a good age for that. I think they might enjoy it. So yeah, I'll, yeah. So I will track that one down.
0: Well, let me know what they think of it. I will do that. Yeah. All right. Well, now I'm going
1: to move into some dicey territory here. Ooh. My number three is from 1987, and it is Superman IV, The Quest for Peace. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I recognize that Superman IV is not the greatest movie in the world. It, it, it suffered from some severe budget cuts. It's obviously back in the days when sequels were sort of churned out rather than be, being you know, sort of building on films like they do nowadays. Yeah. But, you know, here's the thing. I always loved Christopher Reeve as Superman, and even in a bad movie, He was great as Superman. I don't think it's nearly as bad as people make it out to be. And you know, here's here's the other thing I was thinking about when I put it on the list. Go watch Batman versus Superman, and then come back to me and tell me how terrible Superman Four is. (laughs) Do do you know what I mean? Like in this, I'm just like saying like in this day and age of like the sort of the Zack Snyder Superman, where it's everything is you know grim and gritty, and he kills people, and he's you know he he just everything is he doesn't barely have any dialogue there's no character to him then you go back and you watch superman 4 which is full of christopher reeve you know really embodying superman and just being this iconic version of this great character and it's kind of like yeah kind of longing for the days of superman 4 at this point
0: yeah that's a good point because take away from the fact that it was the special effects in Superman 4 weren't as good as the other no, Superman movies. Definitely not. But t- taking it, you know, the time and everything, because often people watch these films now and go, "Oh, stay to that." Yes, because Christopher Reeve was still brilliant.
1: Right. I, I don't. I don't think it's a great movie, but I just also don't think it's nearly as bad as people make it out to be. If you can watch it and just sort of sit back and go, "All right, I know this is going to be cheesy, but I'm still going to have fun watching Christopher Reeve be Superman," then I think you can have a really good time with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, think what was the name of the bad guy in it? The, st- uh, the nuclear man. Nuclear man. I think the main problem apart from his mullet. Right, right. No, good choice. Good choice. I don't think many people are going to agree with you on that one, though, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. That's but no. quite all right. Okay, my number three is one from 2010. It's an action comedy uh, based on a, a much-loved TV show and it's The eighteen.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, directed by Joe Carnahan, this, you know, uh, Liam Neeson, Bradley Cooper, Shulton Copley, and was it Quinton Jackson? Yes. Yeah, yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, this came out, everybody's going and it, People going, oh, they're making the A team. Oh, well, yeah, this this could be good, but they weren't really expecting much good, and it came out and it just bombed, and people were slagging it off. And I went to see, it and I was going, "What are you talking about? It's a, it was a solid action movie, you know. It, it had the spirit of the original, and I thought the casting was pretty good, and I thought it worked well. It was, it was an A team for you know for the two thousand and tens, and I just couldn't understand the uh, the dislike it had people had for it. I was hoping we would have got a couple more at least, had a, had a trilogy out of it, but it was not to be. Right.
1: Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I am I, I don't love the film, and I, I can kind of see where people have a problem with it. I like Joe Carnahan very much. I did think yeah. that the actors that they cast, like you said, you know, Liam Neeson was great, and, and you know, Bradley Cooper was great. I, I did like the way they brought the characters to life. I just think the film as a whole fell short for me. But uh, yeah. but I can understand it, and, I, you know, I can kind of see both sides of that argument. So, I mean, hey, I, I like Superman four. so who the hell am I to <laughs> yeah. say anything?
0: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's the whole point of this list, isn't it? We're either going to agree to disagree on some of these
1: Exactly. Ones. But I don't hate so, it. I certainly don't hate the film.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then. So uh, we're now into the top two, aren't we? Yes. Let's see. What, what have we got then for the top two? Right. Well, my number two is
1: fitting since this list was inspired by the Mummy. It is from 2004 and it is Van Helsing, starring Hugh Jackman, up against a whole slew of different kind of universal monsters. I think it was Universal's first attempt to sort of merge yes. all these monster universes. Yes. Um, and it was a spectacular bomb. And um, I don't understand why. I, I always thought it was a fun film. It's a little long, I get that. Um, it certainly isn't perfect but I, I actually found it to be a very enjoyable, big genre monster mashup film. I mean, it's just a big popcorn movie and it's yeah. and it certainly isn't perfect. But uh, when I remember it took me a, it took me a few years to getting around to seeing it for some reason. I don't I was one of those movies I just never kind of got around to. And so by that point, it had sort of really developed this reputation as being a real stinker. And so when I finally sat down to watch it, I was kind of like well this is pretty fun like i don't know why everyone's complaining about like i i just i find it to be a kind of a fun enjoyable you know stupid big actiony adventure type of romp and uh but boy people really do hate that movie so i i don't know why yeah i I I remember
0: seeing it and i remember not enjoying it but i can't remember why i didn't enjoy it (laughs) right well and maybe i I mean you know maybe
1: it's not that good but
0: i maybe i think it was it was a big cgi mess at the end wasn't it with the werewolf thing and Yes, I mean that's yes, bad that bad is certainly a complaint that you can make. But that that's so common in so many films unfortunately, but Yeah,
1: yeah, it's not alone uh, in that. Yeah, maybe you need to
0: watch it again to be honest.
1: I mean, I don't know that's going to change your opinion of it, but I I mm. certainly never really understood why so many people disliked it as much as they did.
0: No good pick for number 2. Um okay, my number 2 though is one from 2004 and it is The Chronicles of Riddick. Oh, yeah. I like that movie. Yeah, it's uh, but we had Riddick, you know, Vin Diesel and David too. he but uh the characters did screen in pitch black and, and then the second one, the Chronicles of Riddick, it went, it just opened up the universe. These characters were in cause it, it did uh, pitch black did a great thing of, you know, world build or universe building. You got these, you got the idea that there was bigger things going on around the universe and you different factions and different, different ways, you know, people acted and, and so on. And then suddenly you had this where you left, you weren't just on one planet. There was a whole universe and there was different, it was just amazing. There was all this there was so much going on and yet people just on the whole didn't didn't like it. And it you know, again it was even though we saw an awful lot and it was building on what they had, there was hinting at even more and it was promising these other things which we'd have in, in the next one, but because it didn't do very well the box office, people didn't like it, they just went back. Uh, to pitch black and just did Riddick with yeah. a similar setup. And again, it's these people, it's the fans going, Oh, we love this, we love this, we want to see what happens next. And then they show what happens next, and it actually is different because, like life, you know, different things happen. And that's what we had with Riddick, things change for him And then they're going, No, we don't like that. We want the same thing we saw the first time, right? Even though the first thing was still there. And I just thought it was a shame that it's, uh, it didn't do better yeah
1: yeah i know i i like it I, actually it's funny because right. i see the complaint with it because the story is is almost in, entirely incomprehensible but yeah, yeah, um, yeah the action sequences in it are so awesome like it's a really cool the special effects and the action in it are just like big and over the top and bombastic and i really do love very a lot of parts of that movie so good choice
0: yeah and when because that's what goes to the prison planet and then it's if you're on the surface and the sun, you'll burn. And the racing, you know, yeah. the racing to stay in the shadows yeah. and things like that. And it's, yep, it damn shame. Yeah, agreed. Good choice.
1: All right. Well, time for my number one. We'll see how many people I can get to disagree. I don't know that this is a pick that's going to piss people off, though. I'll say that. I don't I think people are maybe more indifferent. Although a lot of people, I mean, this is a movie that was savage by critics and audiences alike. So okay, we'll see what happens. It is, Hit me with it. What is it from 2013? It is Gore Verbinski's The Lone Ranger. Starring Army Hammer and Johnny Depp. Yeah,
0: this this almost made my list. Yeah, I love because that movie. I I, I really enjoyed <laughs> it's it. It's
1: so much fun. It really is like kind of like a Pirates of the Caribbean in the Wild West. Like it's definitely it has that sort of same sense of humor as the first Pirates movie, and it's got and it looks great, and it's big, and it's got these huge set pieces. But the action parts are great. There's a lot of humor. Army Hammer is really terrific, and he he plays the Lone Ranger kind of sort of as a reluctant hero at first, which is a lot of fun and uh
0: yeah because it's showing him becoming the lone ranger right. isn't right yeah
1: so. yeah and it's just i think it's a terrific film and i really don't understand it was another one that i you know i saw after i didn't see it in theaters i saw it on, on blu-ray and it was after you know it had been this huge box office flop and critics ripped it to shreds and audiences the few people who saw it were like oh it was terrible and so my expectations were pretty low but i really do enjoy the heck
0: out of that movie i think it is yeah just a lot of fun i i didn't see it for a while and i would read all the reviews and i was going oh this is going to be dreadful yeah no and then i watched it <laughs> and i was going is this the movie they were taught? Talk- I don't know. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I watched it with, a. Uh, I think it was with, with a few of the family as well, yeah. you know, having, over lunch, and we just go, wow, we really enjoyed that. Yeah. No, an excellent pick, though. As I say, it was a bubbling. It was in and out of my list, but uh, I'm glad it made yours because I think more people need to give that a, a watch. I agree. And again, it's the same because I would have liked to see seen more, like with the A-Team, I would have liked to see seen more of the Lone Ranger. Yeah, yeah. You know, finally, have, you know, because it's only at the end when he sort of becomes the character fully, and then Right. It would have been great. Yep. Okay, well, my number one is from 2012, so it's uh, close to yours, and it's the science fiction action film directed by Andrew Stanton. I knew it, uh, and it is John Carter. <laughs> yeah, I knew it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I had a feeling
0: that was going to be on your list. Yeah, Taylor Kitsch, and it's based on the uh, the old books uh, by Edgar Rice Burroughs, The Princess of Mars. And I was really looking forward to this the whole time, and it was, you know, it looked looked good in the things and. It, I went to see it and, no, well, first of all, it bombed big yes, time. Yes, it did. And I think a lot of that's to do with the lack of push for it by, you know, there wasn't even uh, any Happy Meal toys, which is always <laughs> right. a big tell for Disney film. If there's no Happy Meal toys, you know, there's somewhere, there's some suits are going, oh, well, we'll put this to one side because, you know, it's the changing of the guard, different people, executives coming in and out. Uh, but anyway, yeah, and I went to see it and I was going, wow, this looks amazing. It was great. It followed the story pretty well. Uh, the, only, the main problem I had with it was just that it started off and you were you're were on Mars already on these spaceships and these people we didn't know talking about stuff we did, had no idea. And then we cut to John Carter being on Earth in the Wild West back in the day. And I think it should have started, we should have been started with John Carter on Earth and we learn about Mars as he does. Right. Instead of having that, that lump that chunk of thing at the start, and also they should have called it Bloody John Carter on Mars or John Carter of Mars <laughs> yeah, why not why you know because otherwise it 's just a guy 's name, and people who don't weren 't aware of the character mm-hmm. would be going well, what 's this about and then there's also people going, oh, they' just ripped off Star Wars and all these other ones, and yet it was the original books which inspired Star Wars and all these other ones it's just right it was such a shame because the series of books are great. And you know it's it's pure pulp though, so it's not proper. The science in it isn't going to be that sciencey, but because it's pulp fantasy science fiction. And the, the stories would have been great because there's all these other places on Mars you could go, you could have gone to.
1: Well, you know, when it comes to the you versus everyone else on this one, Phil, I, I actually have to side with the everyone else. I uh, <laughs> I just didn't like that movie at all. It is one I want to revisit. I think we've talked about this. Yeah, I do want yeah, to see it yeah. again because now I can watch it without the hype and the expectations. But uh, as far as my first viewing in theaters on opening night went, I was I was pretty disappointed. Uh, but. We'll
0: see. It's frustrating you see a film that you really like and then nobody else likes it. So yeah. You're going, Why? Yeah, I understand. <laughs> Which is the, that's that's what it's all been about this list. That's but right. yes, that's my number one. All right,
1: good choice. All right, well that's going to wrap up our list, and uh, it's going to start to wrap up this episode. So, uh, Phil, people, if they want to share their list with us, they can do so on social media, right?
0: Yeah, that's right. And get in touch on Twitter. And some of them have actually. Uh, I did ask ask this question. Oh, yes. And a few, I, a few of the others that people said. I'll just go to a couple of them. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Sucker punch was one of them. All right, not a... which I don't agree with. It looked it looked looked lovely in places, but yeah, it was a bit of a mess. Yeah. Uh, there was the one game, the one with. Uh, oh i did
1: not like that movie
0: i can understand yeah, no, uh, that. i'm glad someone of, out there does lots of people mention aliens 3 Ugh, yeah well i say yeah. alien 3 especially the director's cut. right uh the box was directed by the guy that oh, donnie dark god I, yeah no, I, I quite like that did you honest. really no i'm, I'm yeah, with yeah. the
1: people on this one <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh lots of people saying john, Car- john carter john uh, carter you know right, obviously the one right. my wavelength yeah uh, a few people say in godzilla uh the roland damarick one I like
1: that one. I like that one a lot, actually. I'm gonna, I'm gonna side with those people. And, uh, the ha- some people saying the happening, but they're wrong. I like the happening actually. I mean, it's <sighs> it's bad and it's got some some problems, but I, I do I do find it enjoyable overall.
0: I think I like the concept of that one more. Yes,
1: yes, agreed. And it think... definitely uh, there so, is a part where it's stupid when he's like, it's the wind, the wind is killing everyone.
0: You know, yeah, then you're yeah.
1: kind of like, ah, I wish that was slightly better payoff. But there's some real creepy moments in it, and I I do like large portions of that film.
0: Fair enough. Uh, Vanilla Sky as well, the Tom Cruise yeah, one. I really like that one. Yeah, I don't like that one. Uh, Deep Rising, which is is fantastic. Yeah, I
1: think that's got some love out there for it.
0: Uh, Quite a few people say Event Horizon, but I thought most people liked Event Horizon. Mm,
1: I think think most people haven't even seen Event Horizon, to be honest with you, but I don't know that it's a film that people love. I'm not a
0: huge fan of it,
1: but... You well, know. I, re- I really like it. Yeah, that I works, remember you uh, saying that.
0: And what's and what else is there? Oh, yeah, and Speed Racer. I Did love
1: Speed coming? Racer. I think that's yeah. a terribly underrated movie.
0: I need. To, I've only ever seen that in bits. I've never uh, seen it's the really whole film. whole. really good. I think I need to do really that Really
1: good. I wish I'd remembered to put that on my list. Actually. Well, it's been mentioned, right?
0: Now. Yeah. So that's uh, that was just some of the the listeners they put. That's what they said. Well,
1: thank you, listeners.
0: Yes, there were some good choices, and it's just nice. It's it's sometimes it's nice as well when the film you like and you ask this question and other people are saying those films as well and you're going oh it's not just me that's right yeah that's always
1: good we'll be back with an all new episode next week Uh, but until then we would like to as always thank you for listening I am Mike Spring and I'm
0: Phil Edwards and we'll see you next week after the
1: ending Uh, full disclosure my whole list is Ridley Scott movies (laughs) (laughs) oh wait are we doing movies everyone else hated that we loved oh I thought we were doing movies that everyone else loved that I hated but I'm bummed my (laughs) mistake so I guess it's not all Ridley Scott no no I need a little
0: kiss actually for for doing that, no, yeah, yeah. Ridley right. Scott's actually. There's no Ridley Scott ones on my list either.
1: Well, not me either. But that's because it's movies we love. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> why would there be? I know. Yeah, I just realized that we <laughs> were saying it. Well, you know, your 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 parts always improve my parts. I think we can we can admit that.
0: Yeah, parts together I go. No, this. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's,
1: now it's starting to veer to a little bit of creepy territory. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, perverted Yoda callback. Oh I mean, yeah, yeah. He's, only the diehard listeners will get that. He's one. always
0: there, on yeah, the periphery, always, listening, <laughs> waiting to just pop up and go. Mm.
1: I love the idea that of, of perverted Yoda is always lurking in the background yeah. and like, he's just like you look over your shoulder and there's like Yoda in the corner, just sort of like you can only see one of his hands. Yeah, and <laughs> he's, he's just he's, he's, he's making looked, his little noise. He's
0: looking with his eyes, you know, the way he does, like slightly <laughs> slightly closed, and he's just nodding, right. And smiling. Right, exactly. He's just going. <laughs> mm. Do it slowly. Do it too slow. Uh,
1: so, so many wrong images in my head right now. Uh. Well, think I... F- think. I just called you think. <laughs> well, think. I feel like this. Yeah. Okay. Mm. <laughs>